Welcome everybody, this is Rocky Mountain Media, and this is All In, episode 14. Say hi everybody. Hi. hi. And today's topic is about Earth Day. We are having a campus-wide event next week on April 22nd, and due to a special request from student government, they asked if we would cover that topic, and we're totally on board for that. So uh, Earth Day is really great to be to reduce, reuse, and recycle. And on campus, we actually have this thing called Emma, and EMMA is made by the engineering department. They custom created this. And EMMA stands for an Environmental Material Management Awareness. And it's a whole system that it's really neat. You scan the barcode of whatever you're trying to recycle. Um, it tells you which bin it goes in. That bin pops open and you just kind of drop it in. And it records everything um, that has been deposited in EMMA. So inside the Idea Lab. And if you stop in there, you'll be able to see Emma. As soon as you walk in, idea, it's on the left-hand side. So you guys aware about Emma? Did y'all know we had this fun little thing? No. Connor nope. yeah. yeah. does and Mac does because you guys so. are, yeah. yeah, we're kind of the idea, idea lab gang there. So um, it's pretty cool. If you've never gone, you can recycle. That's cool. That sounds tight. Plastic yeah. and paper and all kinds of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. So glass, uh, it's another thing. And Jeremy... I believe he takes it personally to a recycling center, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure he uh, empties everything and takes it. I think that might be the it. plan. I don't know if that's happening just yet, but eventually I think that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, if you have anything to recycle, come and check it out. So what's a great way as a club and as individuals we can make an impact? What do you guys say? Raise awareness. Yep. I think. Because a lot of people have, you know, habits that are actively hurting the earth. And, you know, everyone does, even people who are knowing and trying. But I think once we know what we're doing and how it affects the earth, we can be more aware and cognitive of how we can change that. Should say a little game where we go around the room to start naming things we can do until we run out of things that make a positive impact? Oh, yeah. Um, definitely one of the things we do, not always at my house because we both forget, my best friend, <laughs> um, is take a growler to natural grocers and refill that with the kombucha. Nice. nice. We keep forgetting. And we reuse our grocery bags all the time. Right so, on. Yeah. What about you, Oh, uh, You should, around the times of the summertime and around the changes between, like, winter to spring to summer to fall you should always keep your uh, thermostat a degree or less or a degree or more than you usually would because that'll make a change on how your heating bill one into how much energy you use to supply your house with the proper heating and the energy that's required to run your heating and cooling units so if you change it just one degree it can make a huge difference nice and also uh drafts coming in and out of your house so if you have like windows that uh are like open a little bit or if they have like giant cracks in them and it lets in air and out drafts can also affect the way your heating and cooling systems run in your house so just sealing up your drafts in your house like underneath your doors that go directly in or outside and your windows that directly go in or outside can make a huge difference on your heating bill as well as how much energy you use and then how much your heating and cooling runs mm. I always think of when we were kids, I say we, Lori, you're close, but still young, younger, uh, the Schoolhouse Rock. Remember that? Yeah. The Schoolhouse Rock. Right? My dad made me watch that when I was little. Y'all remember? 
Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Sorry. So you say like, oh, Dina, like, oh, yeah, everything's too young. Like, no. No, I didn't say too young. I just know you're younger. So, you know, for me growing up, that was your Saturday morning ritual. Yeah. You woke up, you turned on the TV and watched Schoolhouse Rock. So... It was kind of cool. We're, we're kind of creating that like addition to the legacy about actually talking about it because mm-hmm. it seems yeah. that Cap- Cap- Captain Planet doesn't run anymore the way no. they used to, and if they do run, it's all reruns. So we're adding more additional content that adds to the fact is if you're aware and you can make other people aware. You don't have to become that person that bugs everybody about recycling, like that one mm-hmm. person you know, but you can still be that person that uh. Either mentions it here and there when the topic comes up, you have something to put in. I you think, have some at least some knowledge about the topic. Yeah. I think just trying your best because no one's going to be perfect. I know there are people who are like trying to do zero waste. And even they, you know, like just we, there are certain things you can't get zero waste on. But as long as you're trying and trying your best and making like an active, concerted effort, like I think that means a lot. Every little bit counts, period. Um, and that's a big part of it. Like there's a whole thing. I did some research earlier. There's a whole thing about how the kids can have fun games and make their impact versus the adults. And a big thing about the adults is really just educating yourselves and informing one another and being the difference, being, making the change. Yeah, Cause all you have to do is just look up crazy statistics online about yeah. how much humans make an impact around the environment in many different ways and forms, whether it be fossil fuels or crude gas or, uh, exposure to radiation or poorly taking care of our waste or poorly taking care of our byproducts from industry. Right. Just looking it up and knowing yeah. that it exists is the first step to making a different change. But like a lot of it isn't personal waste. Like when you look at the statistics, excuse me, I can't speak. But like when you look at the stats, like a lot of it is corporate waste yeah. and they're making so much more than any individual ever could like I know that you should try your best as an individual but a lot of it we should be holding corporations accountable for the negative impact they're doing because no one talks about it everyone talks about oh yeah buy the stuff at your grocery store that's almost gone like okay cool but we don't talk about what the grocery store like throws away Mm -hmm. and like the stuff that could be going to other places and like I know I think it was was it Canada or was it France France. thank you to start uh, actively making their uh, grocery stores around the country donate their uh, wasted food products that would typically go into the trash or a landfill, but instead donating it to people because people have that idea that like if you if you take your byproduct food that you don't sell in a grocery store and you give it to charity, that corporation could be liable for being sued. But there's never been a single case that can be identified no. in the history of the United States that has ever happened. And it's working really well for France, right? Exactly. It saves them money, one, and it also saves the fact that there's tons of people who are now getting food that might not have had it before. Yeah, we're giving people who need food food, and we're also reducing waste. It's a win-win. When I've been homeless before, and I had, I've known where, you know, you don't know where that next meal is coming from. Yeah. So, and I've used a food pantry and things like that, even the one on campus. Yeah. You know, especially when I have a tight week, I'm very grateful that we have that and we have those resources. So. It does make a difference. And back to like the corporation thing. I know like most people, I don't work for a corporation like that, nor do I make decisions that would affect a corporation like that because I'm just not that high up in the scale of how it, how it works. Nor do I think anybody in this room is, nor do I think that not a lot of people who listen to us are. That's where you come into the fact that you should be active in uh, one, knowing about the legislation, 
to knowing about who you're voting for when you go vote, especially with any upcoming election that comes after the last few years of elections. And always vote. Yeah, always, yeah, always vote. vote. Always. And make yeah, sure you know vote. who you're voting for, why you're voting for them, and what they support or don't support, as long as, as, as well as legislation that they do or don't support, as well as legislation that they passed or have not passed in the past, and know what the legislation is that you're either supporting or not supporting and why don't just make blank statements or don't just make oh, yeah. blank uh, choices and guesses when it comes to that stuff because it's very important. That's yeah. where the big scale factor comes in when, yes, we can make all these little changes that if everybody does it, that'll make such a huge impact. But the big chunk stuff that you can see with very direct where you can see articles about it, you can see pictures about it, you can see... It's corporations. Yeah, it's corporations. Like seeing a, seeing a giant pipe with green stuff spewing into a clean river is a yeah. very adamant representation about what we, do to our, what we do to our environment when we bring in industry. So just know who yeah. and who isn't supporting those things. And it's not individuals fracking or spilling oil into the ocean. It's groups of well, people with this idea. The other thing that's really horrifying is if you start looking is we can talk about the big corporations, but there's a lot of things that are happening on a city level that are really horrifying. I took backyard beekeeping class over the weekend. Super excited. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm thrilled. What's interesting is the city of Wheat Ridge for the Carnation Festival, it sprays for mosquitoes for that weekend. And so the local beekeepers literally have to close their hives up as best they can because it will kill entire colonies. Yeah. Like you start looking into things like that and it's, it's absolutely horrifying. Like we're kind of conditioned to think like huge scale corporations and they're terrible, but even a small decision on the part of the city of Wheat Ridge yeah. is decimating an entire insect population for a five mile radius of the greens. And God. like, they back, don't know about save the bees. You would think that they do, but they are choosing that the convenience of one night people going and watching fireworks is worth like we, the class was actually taught by a commercial beekeeper and he plans to lose 50% of his colonies every oh year, my God. every single year, 50% of them don't make it through the winter. And it comes down to, to things like that. So does it make a difference than closing them up and putting a tarp over everything with that? You can't really do a tarp. What you have to do is you put food right inside the hive because bees are extremely pragmatic and they go foraging because that's what they need to do. So if you can try to feed them at home for those three days, mm -hmm. you literally cross your fingers and hope that you don't lose wow. your entire hive. Oh my gosh. It's little things like that that adds up so much. Like we all know save the bees, but you start researching it and you know, I live near a golf course and I'm concerned oh. that I won't be able to have hives because five mile radius is what your average hive is going to be consuming. And you can have the most wonderful organic things on your farmland. And if they travel five miles away to a golf course that's been sprayed, they will bring it home with them and the entire hive will collapse. Well, Kenya so, from the biology club in the idea lab, um, they're building hives and excellent. they're doing a bee um, project. Excellent. So you might get in touch with her and yeah. there might be something that she can share. She's brilliant. Um, she just got a grant for the lichens that she works with. Nice. But it might be something that you could collaborate with her or yeah. um, excellent. work with her. So yeah, look her up. I will. Or reach out to her. So that's cool. I hate that that's happening. but Because um, that's what a big part of like why Schoolhouse Rock even started in the 70s. It was about educating and in a fun way without being, you know, 
ranty ravey conjunction junks in. And once you're educated like Lori is, you can take that knowledge to town hearings and board mm-hmm. meetings and That's true. town board meetings That's and explain these issues and explain how it is. Because that also those people aren't those people aren't concerned with they aren't concerned with people's environmental impact as much as they are concerned with keeping the people in their neighborhood happy. So if you demonstrate that fact that this is going to be a detrimental thing, not only to me as an individual speaking to you today to a board, but into the people around you and other people in communities that approve of anything or or don't approve of stuff that they don't want in their community, like chemicals killing bees. So if you can get enough people to go to a board meeting, you could address that issue in a very impactful way. So that's just another way, kind of bigger than just like unplugging your stuff at home, but if you can want to take that effort and you have the time and knowledge, you should definitely do that. You can also protest. I'm a big believer in protests. Yeah. Protest law is a good thing. We have a voice in America. We should be able to use it. Totally agree to that. And one of the little things I do is I'm a Java junkie. It's not news. We all know that. Um, is I bring my reusable cup. And you get a discount in the coffee shop if yep. you use your own cup. Yep. So it's a great way to know. I forgot today. They so do that at Starbucks, too, where if you use your cup, <laughs> yes. it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just take your lid off, hand it over to them, and you get a little discount. So I um, wanted to say that about the coffee. A uh, good thing about Earth Day, too, is... You can choose to walk instead of transportation, so no emissions that day. Um, Carpooling and lowering emissions is a big thing. Yes, it is, especially in Colorado. Yeah, with all the people we have and how close we're packed together yeah. nowadays. Mm-hmm. And my mom has asthma, and so when like there's a really smoggy day, mm-hmm. like oh, she, she can't, it, she sure. can't go outside. I mean, yeah. for real, she has to stay inside. Yeah. So whatever you can do is an impact. Any any other ideas from you guys before we? Say goodbye to our listeners of another impact or another way you can make a difference. Don't let this podcast be the last thing you hear up until Earth Day. You should go Um, right after this podcast. You should go into a website or to go to reputable sources and learn more about these things because we can't do enough justice in 15 minutes, but those places can do you more than enough justice. And we're not experts. We're just civilians trying our best. And And many times, if I see a piece of trash on the ground, I actually pick it up and I'll put it in a recycle or a trash. If you've got 10 bucks, you can donate it to the Arbor Day Foundation for their Earth Day event, and it gets you a six-month membership, but 10 trees, little baby trees. There's different ones you can choose from, flowering, autumn, whatever. And if you can't plant them yourselves, a lot of churches and organizations will take them as donations to plant on their property. There you go. Do you have a website for that? Arbor Day, excuse me, (laughs) ArborDay.org, I believe. If you just, if you Google Arbor Day, uh, Earth Day trees, yeah, you get a pack of 10 little baby trees. And I've done it before. They show up. They're tiny. They're cute. But yeah, a lot of churches and nonprofits will accept them and plant them for you if you don't have room for 10 maple trees in your yard. I don't. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be totally fun. So let's check into that before the 22nd and see. Yeah. It would be fun to meet up off campus and go do something. So. That would be fun. We could check with the Organic Gardening Club, too, and see if there's anything they're doing for Earth Day. I mean, that's a collab, right? Exactly. Let's do it. So. If you're listening, <laughs> hit us up. Hit, Contact hit. us. <laughs> so awesome, guys. Great participation. Uh, so we hope we made an impact on you, and hence the reason another impact that we can make by our listeners You've been listening to All In Rocky Mountain Media here at Red Rocks Community College. Say bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Have a great day. Thanks for listening, and go make your impact.